What's up, everybody? Welcome to Good Wolf Radio. It's Jerry Scarlato, and today we're going to be talking about your happiness. Specifically, we're going to be talking about how you striving too much to be happy could be causing you to be unhappy. Just like anything else, there is a point of diminishing returns. If we try too hard or we do things too much, we will reach a point at which it becomes ineffective, whether that's eating healthy, whether that's exercising. By the way, 99% of us are, aren't even close to doing too much of those two things, so don't, don't use those as a, <laughs> as a true example. Like, they're examples. Yes, you can have too much broccoli. Yes, you can certainly exercise too much, but 99% of society is not even, not even close, not even a modicum, like not even a smidgen close to being too, being, doing those things too much. Nonetheless, like there's a point of diminishing returns for all of it. When it comes to happiness, it's the same thing. We talk a lot about being happy now, especially now we are inundated with things on social media that show us how bad the world is and how much crime there is out there and you know, how sad people are and how poor people are and how hungry people are. And we go, wow, that's so sad. I just want to, I want to figure out how to make everybody else happy and I want to make myself happy and let's see how many books we can write about it to the tune of, I don't know, probably 10,000 or so books that have been written about how to pursue happiness and how to become happier. So I think that we've it feels like we've reached the other side of the pendulum. In other words, we've swung too hard to the how do we pursue happiness side that we are now making ourselves unhappy because we're trying so hard to be happy. 2,000 years ago, Stoic philosophers warned us about this. 2,000 years ago, the Stoic philosophers told us that we should not give assent to our passions. So, most of the time when we're talking about our passions, we're talking about things like anger and things like greed, like what we would define as, quote, negative passions or negative um, whatever attributes and emotions and feelings. And, and of course, like you don't want to give rise to anger or greed or um, sadness or fear or things like that as much as possible. They're going to pop up. They're going to be there, but you don't want to let them take you over. At the same time, you don't want to let positive emotions take you over either because if you give a sense to them, as the Stoic philosophers would say, you will end up back at a point where, and this, this will happen regularly if you dive into those positive, quote, positive passions too much, you'll end up at a point where you're on the other side of the pendulum and you're feeling sad, and you're feeling depressed. And we'll see why that is in a little bit. Marcus Aurelius, the Roman emperor, said, pleasures, when they go beyond a certain point, are also punishments. So it's very... It, it, we were told about it 2,000 years ago. We were probably told about it 1,000 years ago. We're still told about it today, but we're just so inundated with, hey, you need to figure out how to be happy. You need to figure out how to be happy. You need to figure out how to be happy. And so that's what we think about. And whenever we're not happy, we go, what in the world's wrong with me? Why am I broken? Why, am I, why can I not figure this thing out? Why can I not get better? So um, it's not you. You're not broken. You don't have anything wrong with you. You don't 
have a happiness glitch. There's nothing going on. It is just the fact that you're focusing on the thing too much. You are focusing on being happy too much. So um, in his book, The Expectation Effect, David Robson um, covers, there's a section in one of the chapters that covers this exact paradox. Uh, the section is called The Happiness Paradox. And he references a study done by someone named, someone, uh, a psychologist named Iris Moss, I'm going to say, M-A-U-S-S, Moss or Mass, something to that effect, psychologist at the University of California, Berkeley. So she and her colleagues did a study on about a thousand people, gave them a bunch of questions and asked people to rate those questions on a scale of one to seven, one being they strongly disagree and seven being they strongly agree. Here's a few examples of questions that they gave. Uh, how happy and how happy I, let me try again. How happy I am at any given moment says a lot about how worthwhile my life is. If I don't feel happy, maybe there's something wrong with me. I value things in life only to the extent that they influence my personal happiness. I would like to be happier than I generally am. So on a scale of one to seven, one again being strongly disagree, seven being strongly agree, people rated the questions. They called these, they called the questionnaire the quote valuing happiness score. So at the end of this, they got their valuing happiness score. In other words, how much people valued happiness and how much they thought that their life was basically uh, determined by their happiness and how much they thought that if they weren't happy and they weren't, you know, they didn't feel that in the moment or just in general or more often than not, then they thought that they weren't worthwhile or their life wasn't worthwhile or they weren't living the way that they should. They found that people who agreed more strongly with these questions, people who agreed more strongly with these questions had were more likely to be anxious, were more likely to be depressed, were more likely to have regular bouts of sadness in their life. Um, so, as Iris said, following, quote, the religion of healthy-mindedness and striving to cultivate good feelings in every moment would be just about the worst thing you could do for your well-being. Uh, that's a strong way to put it, I guess, but it's something that we need to think about. Is the pursuit of happiness really the thing that we should be striving for? Is looking for the feeling of happiness the thing that we should be striving for? Well, it turns out it's not only happiness that kind of causes um, unsatisfaction in life. It is a fixation on any number of emotions. It is mostly the stigmatization that we attach to an emotion that causes dissatisfaction in life. In another study by Iris and her colleagues, uh, they did the same thing. They asked people to rate these, uh, rate these questions on a scale of one to seven, um, one being never or very rarely true, and seven being very often or always true. A couple of the examples of these questions include, I tell myself I shouldn't be feeling the way that I'm feeling. I criticize myself for having 
uh, irrational or inappropriate emotions. When I have distressing thoughts or images, I judge myself as good or bad, depending on what the thought or image is about. So they rated these questions. Um, either it happened often or not often. That's a one and then up to a seven, which it was happened very often. And again, the same exact thing happened. People who reported accepting their thoughts and feelings. In other words, people who said, hey, that didn't happen very often to me. I didn't attach to those emotions. Um, they were much happier. They were much more fulfilled with life. They felt like they were regularly more content with what was going on. Whereas people who told themselves regular, regularly that um, feeling the way that I am makes me a bad person, those kinds of people generally uh, were unhappy, had more depression, had more sadness, um, and had less fulfillment in their life. So attaching meaning to an emotion is what causes us dissatisfaction. Attaching meaning on either spectrum, good or bad, is what causes us dissatisfaction. It is not that we don't have it. It is not that it is not there. If you understand that every emotion, every feeling is fleeting, everything that you, we've, we talked about this with motivation. We talked about this with willpower. We talked about this with a number of other things. Motivation is a feeling. It's just a feeling. And motivation is very fleeting. You literally can wake up in the morning and feel motivated. And by 12 o'clock in the afternoon, feel unmotivated. It's it's going to come and go. Like there's no questions asked. On Monday, you can be more motivated. By Thursday, eh, not feeling it so much. The beginning of the month, you're more motivated. By the middle of the month, you're not. At the beginning of the year, you're more motivated. By generally February 10th, you're not. Like that's the way that it goes. And so if you understand that all feelings are fleeting, all feelings come and go, then you can start to maybe connect that attaching to those feelings and stigmatizing them as good or bad might be unproductive because if they're fleeting and even happiness, like it's, it's going to come and go. So if it, if I am going to feel bad about not having it, keep it down back there. <laughs> Are you trying to sneeze? I'm trying to You're trying to cough. You're trying not to cough. Oh, there you go. You go ahead. Just let it out. It's fine. We're not going to judge you. <laughs> We're not going to judge you. I didn't, John, I didn't know if she was like holding in a sneeze or what she was doing. She's getting over a sickness, so we can forgive her for having to make some noise. Um, you're not making me very happy about it, though. <laughs> so if you understand that these, that all emotions will come and go, that yeah, there are definitely things that you can do to enhance some emotions, to make some emotions be there more often. That's certainly true, but you, can't, you cannot have all emotions or the emotions, even the, you know, the good feeling emotions that you want always all the time. Like it just, it just can't happen. So it is the attachment to the emotion. It is the, uh, the stigmatization of the emotion that causes us dissatisfaction. It's not the emotion, the emotion and the feeling that has nothing to do with it. It has nothing to do with it. 
because everyone has them regularly. Everyone is happy at times, sad at times, fearful at times, uh, courageous at times, motivated at times, lazy at times, like everybody, everybody, always everybody. The question is, how do you attach to them? And it, as it turns out, the less you attach to any feeling, for that matter, the more likely you are to actually be happy. Because the more likely you are to actually recognize and enjoy those moments when something small happens and you're like, wow, that, that made me very happy. I have a very good feeling because of that one small little thing. Some tiny little thing in your day just happened to creep up and, hey, you feel good about it. But if you're like always constantly looking for happiness and you're you're very vigilant about making sure that you have it, like you could very easily overlook something as small as I don't know, I don't just a baby smiling at you. Like it's it's small things like that that can bring you up. So the goal then is to uh, strive for indifference, as the Stoic philosophers would say. Like I said, this. This has been around for more than 2,000 years, really. But Stoke philosophy warned us that we should not attach to our emotions. And they told us also, here's what you need to do. You need to learn to be indifferent to your emotions and your feelings. But here's the thing about it. When we hear that we need to be indifferent about it, what we think is that we need to not care. We need to not care. Or we need to not have them at all. Well, we're certainly not going to not have them. Like, that's not true. Everyone's going to have emotions and feelings. Everyone's, it doesn't matter, male, female, like young, old, doesn't matter. Like, everyone's going to have them. The question, again, is what do you do with it once you have it? So you should care to have more positive emotions. You should care to want more happiness and fulfillment in your life. You should care to not be sad and depressed. It's very important. You should not attach to the feeling of it when it happens. So that's indifference. Indifference is not needing it to be there. It is having the mental strength and fortitude to not need happiness to show up on a whim, to not need, you know, these motivation to just show up like, that, that is indifference. It is knowing and understanding that I need to, this is like, no matter what I'm doing in my life, it is a necessity that I just go ahead and do it. When it comes to motivation, if you say you're going to work out Monday, Wednesday, Friday, no matter if you're motivated or not, you're working out Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Like that's just what you're going to do. And when it comes to happiness, if you're like, Hey, I think that this pursuit, being going and being my own boss, starting a business, or going into this line of work, or whatever, starting this hobby, I think this thing is going to be joy- enjoyable for me overall. Saying that you're going to do it and then doing it for a period of time, doing it long enough, continuing to go, continuing to show up is the goal. Because there's going to be times when you're like, oh, man, I don't feel like doing this anymore. With the business, with Thrivology, even with the podcast, there's times it's like, meh, it's a little, 
gets a little tedious. Like today, Jana's going to go out of town next week. So we got We were supposed to record two days ago. She got sick. This girl is just a gigantic pain, by the way. She got, <laughs> we were supposed to record two days ago. She got sick. So we had to bump it back to question mark. Well, that ended up being today, luckily enough. Because she's going out of town next week. We got to record two days. And we got to record like six or eight or nine or ten. I don't know. Some number of episodes. So we got to pack all this stuff in. Guess what? My mind's like, eh, that seems like a lot of work. I don't know if I feel like doing it. Well, I told myself that I was going to do it, so I need to do it. Like, that's just what needs to happen. This is those time, one of those times where it doesn't make me, quote, happy to do it because it is hard. It is challenging. It's, you know, whatever. It's tedious, and, and it takes time, and it takes effort. But most of the time, I, it's enjoyable. Whenever things are, quote, running smooth, it's enjoyable. Even when things are busy, it's enjoyable this ha just happens to be like an exceptionally packed time. We had a bunch of things come up. We got someone on vacation. Like, it is what it is. So learning to not attach to what's happening. Learning to not put a label on a feeling or an emotion or an experience or a situation. Like, that. that is the magic of happiness, almost. It's... it's it's not attaching this strong label to, oh, I don't feel happy or I do feel happy. Or, oh, I have, I'm, I'm feeling sad. Oh, I'm a bad person because I feel sad. Or, oh, I, whatever, I'm, I'm not motivated to go work out, so I'm just not going to go do it. Like, no, like just when you say you're going to do something, do it. If something, emotion pops up, be like, okay, recognize it. And then what do I need to do to try and make it different? It's when you attach meaning to it. It's when you attach meaning to it that it becomes destructive. So learn to not attach. And the, how you do that is, number one, to become aware. You have to become aware that you're doing it. If you're not aware, unless you make the unconscious conscious, it will dictate your life and you will call it fate. If you're not aware that you're doing something, then you can't change it. So the first thing that you have to do is become aware. And you, you simply start that by paying attention to those times when, you, when you're feeling really happy. And you're like, oh, this feels great. I feel great to be happy. When you feel that way, when you're like, oh, this is good. I'm feeling good. I'm, I'm glad that I'm feeling happy. This sounds bad, but like calm yourself down. Enjoy it. Enjoy it, definitely. But when you raise your emotion of the emotion, the fall is much further. When you raise that feeling of the emotion, the drop is much further. So, yes, you should definitely enjoy it. Enjoy it. But don't attach to it. And on the other end of that, when you feel sad, be aware that you're feeling that way and pay attention to how you're feeling about feeling sad. Are you, do you think you're a bad person because you're feeling sad? Do you think that you are broken because you feel sad? If that's the case, ask yourself the simple question, is this true? Is it true that I'm actually a bad person because I'm having this feeling? Is it true that I'm a bad person because 
um, because I have this feeling? Is it true that I'm broken because I have this feeling? And nine times out of 10, actually probably 10 times out of 10, like you're going to find out that it's not true. So you have to be aware. And then once you recognize that it's happening, you have to ask yourself the question, is this true? Like, is it, is it, is the truth that I'm broken? Is the truth that I'm, I'm a bad person, that I'm feeling these negative, quote, negative emotions, or that, uh, oh, this is great. I better hang on to this positive emotion. Like, finding that middle ground and learning to, yes, definitely enjoy whenever something great happens, whenever something positive happens, whenever something uplifting happens, uh, uplifting happens. And then on the other end, when something that does not support you, that is not effective, that is not something that you want in your life, whenever that happens, recognizing it and not attaching to it and not diving deeper into that hole, bringing yourself back to neutral and taking a deep breath and going, okay, is, it, is, this, is this the way it really is or am I making this better or worse than what it actually is because it's when you stay in the middle ground enjoy the ups but don't let yourself dive down into those downs it's when you enjoy that and you maintain that middle ground and and don't attach to the outcome don't attach to the feeling that you can find that sustainable happiness and when you find it and you feel it, then you'll recognize the difference between attaching and detaching and being indifferent. Remember, indifference is not not caring. Indifference is not attaching. It's not feeling the need to grasp onto. And so if you do that, then you'll find that sustainable happiness. Because yes, we have one shot on this earth, just one. And you should strive to enjoy it and be as fulfilled as you can and be as satisfied as you can. And that joy and satisfaction and fulfillment comes with lots of headaches and challenges and obstacles and things that we don't see. So you got to learn to take them. You got to learn to roll with it. And you got to learn to overcome. It takes time, takes effort, but that's the way that it is. So that's all I have for you today. Enjoy the rest of your day. Uh, make sure that you hit subscribe. And until next time, my friends, here's to your success in health and fitness mastery.